Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? It is October 9th, 2020. Fightful.com. This is the WWE Draft Night 1, the SmackDown post-show. Leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. Please do that. It helps us a lot. We got game streams, we have interviews, we have podcasts, we have news videos, a little bit of everything. If you're watching live at YouTube.com slash Fightful, Leave us a super chat. You'll get your question or statement read on the air. We'll remind you that a couple more times tonight. But you can catch us on podcast platforms everywhere. Everywhere. So go ahead and listen to us anywhere you want. Fightfulpods.com. I'm joined by Jeremy Lambert. Jeremy, we did a mock draft yesterday. You did two, actually. I did three. I did three. You did three. Jesus. Well, I, I beat you in one, oh, and then okay. I beat you in another one. Yeah. I, I would like my introduction to be Fightful Mock Draft Champion, Jeremy Lambert. Could you please redo my introduction, Sean? No, I'm not going to do that at all, but I <laughs> will go ahead and get to a super chat. Benoit Parisi says, strong start to the show. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, SRS, for the top-notch content you rule. Hashtag FTF. Yes, I appreciate you thanking me and not Jeremy. Uh, my content is great. Uh, I demanded the headline this week, Dick to Stay. Juice Robinson tells Dick to go. He will not choppy-choppy his pee-pee off like Val Venus. And uh, Gorilla Press says we'll be sponsoring Mission Pro Wrestling's Run It Back IPPV in December. We'll be filming a docu-style film on Thunder Rosa November 5th and 6th around her Tournament of Hell iPay-Per-View. I appreciate that. If you're going to plug stuff in the Super Chat, that requires a sponsorship fee. But you've been generous to us in the past, so we're going to let it fly. We're <laughs> going to let it fly, and I like Thunder Rosa an awful lot, and I like what Mission Pro Wrestling is doing. So, hey. And he also says, showing support, get that FTF shirt at Wrestle Talk merch. He knew what he was doing. He knew <laughs> that he had to follow it up by shilling one of my things, and I appreciate that. Please do, guys, go over to WrestleTalkMerch.com, get that FTF shirt. But you can go to shop.fightful.com and get a lot of them, a lot of great shirts, too. You have a point guard shirt? 
Can not we get yet. The point not, guard shirt? not yet. We'll get there. Tim Travers has an amazing show. I can't complain about anything. Well, Tim, that is because you are an optimist, and I appreciate that about you, and we like you. We are going to save the actual draft picks as the main event, so to speak, of this podcast. Oh, my uh, God. I'm going to burn up in this damn outfit yeah, waiting you for are. this draft talk. You are. Michael Esquivel says, why wasn't our truth the first overall pick? He was yesterday on our mock draft, uh, which immediately got thrown out. But <laughs> let's go should ahead. Have been. He should have been on this one. They didn't follow the rules in this draft. They can just draft anybody. It doesn't matter who's in the pool. Should have picked our truth <laughs> So um, the Nerd Guru says, really good show. I thought that it ended flat. I expected some kind of big episode-ending segment. But I expect too much from Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Don't we all? What I expect from Vincent Kennedy McMahon is a baseline of making sense. And I really shouldn't expect that anymore. And Evan Wright uh, hits us with the last Super Chat before we get into the review. He says, just wanted to say I appreciate the Juice Robinson headline from the hashtag headline god and hashtag point god himself. Thanks. Hashtag mock draft king. New day makes me sad. Now, I ass—I assigned <laughs> that article. I've, I don't remember this at all. I specifically gave I you the headline. I have no idea what you're talking about. This wasn't even no on idea. the radar of Robert DeFelice, Carlos Toro, <laughs> and Jeremy Lambert until I assigned it. I have no idea what Sean is talking about here. Yeah. Taking credit for my work as he typically does. Yeah, yeah. Gorilla Press says, <laughs> fightful is the shit. Well, thank you so much. We kicked off with a Falls Count Anywhere match, and as far as matches go, and I really enjoyed this match. Uh, it started a little bit slow with the kendo sticks. Am I wrong? Did Cole say, you got to remember who brought the kendo stick into this match? Sheamus. And I'm like, wait, didn't Big E like swim through cereal and stuff underneath the ring and then yank that thing out? Is shameless or, or Sheamus? Which one did Cole say? Did, I think Shameless brought the kendo stick. Did he? Did uh, what's what's her name? The the girl from Shameless that Emmy Rossum. There you go. Her. It was yeah, her. Fiona. They, they yeah, Fiona they brought it her. In. They probably do wish they, she left that show. So I was gonna say I Shameless mean, wishes they could get her because yeah. they're, they're ending immediately afterwards. Not not a big surprise. Yeah, like there. one season after she was gone, they realized, oh shit, oh, she was kind of the big star here. Writing was on the wall right there. My wife told yeah. me she was leaving that show. I hadn't watched but the first few episodes, and I said, oh, that show's going to end then. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going to do two and a half men without Charlie Sheen. That's going to go real well. We'll get Ashton Kutcher. We'll get him. He'll do fine. Okay. Uh, this match was just a ton of fun. There was like the, I don't know what to call it, the standing falcon arrow where he doesn't sit out onto like a platform that Sheamus did. And Big E got powdered. I think Sheamus did too. You just couldn't tell uh, based on his skin tone. But he got beat up with a broom and a trash can. I would have loved it if Big E called himself the cleaner in the middle of that. That would have been really great. Uh, there was a tire iron used, and the car shenanigans were a lot of fun. Like, these two just like destroying cars. They do. Um, Big E did not call himself the cleaner because this was the, the serious Big E. Seamus was actually the one kind of goofing around a bit with the flour and the eggs and talking about pancakes. He was trying to make Big E into a pancake, which I kind of appreciated. I, I think, you know, Big E does a lot with pancakes. I'm okay if if uh, Seamus is trying to scramble Big E into a pancake. He spanked him with a car door, Sean. 
He I, spanked this man with a car door. I loved when Seamus went for the brogue kick and, like, kicked off the trunk. That was very cool. Yeah, but then he took it off and, like, tossed it to the side. He should have tossed it on the Big E. That was his mistake. Should have hit him with it, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, uh, Keith Palmer says, the problem is, well, the problem is many. They peaked during the first match. I thought there was some good stuff on this show. I'm not going to pretend like there wasn't anything good on this show. I'm not of that belief. But I did think that this was a really, really fun match. Sheamus tried to break Biggie's arm. There was a white noise on a car window. They have busted so many car windows. I think my favorite spot was when Sheamus got powerbombed onto the car and then just slid <laughs> off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he would, that was supposed to break the glass and everything, but... Uh, Biggie didn't didn't hit him with enough well, impact there. And he's so just a Shane good old just, yeah yeah he's just a good old boy, never yeah. meaning no harm, sliding across <laughs> the the car hood. That's him, and I'm there for it. I loved it. Uh, the big ending from Biggie, I'm sure, looked really awesome in person. <laughs> How did they miss this? They well they, did, they did this intentionally. That's the thing. They there there are things like the AJ Styles debut and the Edge spear on his return that they miss. They got this how they wanted it, but. I didn't see any of it. It was so it's, bad. This camera work so is dumb. so stupid, Jeremy. It is. Like, they're just shaking the camera like that during yes. the friggin' move. I don't understand it. I don't I don't get it. Uh, yeah, it looked like it was cool. Too bad we didn't see it. Sheamus, uh, with his pale skin, creates a lot of great visuals in a match like this because he was cut up, bruised up, and beat up, and it looked like he just went through a war with this man and he did, but his pale skin made it look a lot worse than it probably was. And it looked really bad. Yeah. The elbow, the elbow cut on him. It, it looks a lot worse when, when you see how, how it looks on, on him. And like you said, the welts and everything from the, from the, the cane, it, it works really, really well. That camera work. It makes me miserable. I have heard from multiple people in WWE that are very frustrated with that. Uh, I had one say, I don't know why I'm actually doing the moves on TV if nobody can see them. Uh, I'm going to try to find out more on that because that if they even watch it back, like if I'm Big E and I'm Sheamus, I'm pissed about that. I'm yeah. sitting there like, man, we just took a hellacious bump. It looked good. I'm sure it did. And it was not saw the feet. He saw the feet. That's about it. Yeah. It's, it's so, feet. so frustrating. And after the match, we see... Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods showing up as security, and Xavier is yoked, and not in the same way that Big E was earlier <laughs> in the evening. They want their tag team titles back. Uh, I was glad to see him. It did look like Big E was a little fed up with them at first, but then he joined in. I couldn't tell if Big E was fed up or if he was just so exhausted and beat up from this match that he just wasn't in the mood for like any type of shenanigans he was like guys i'm i'm broken here just give me a minute to catch my breath before we start tossing pancakes and uh popping each other and uh yeah they it, it i appreciate biggie selling it yeah i appreciate uh, and he sold it later in the night he had his shoulders wrapped and everything so. yes it was good that it looked like that took a lot out of him in the post match and then even an hour later yeah. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe. That stuff really helps. If you want your question or statement read on the air, subscribe to, or actually, I just donated a super chat. I was, I was in the middle of two plugs. I was sitting here 
reading what happened in, in a couple segments ahead, and I got a little uh, anxious. So we're going to talk about one of the returns. Lars Sullivan is back. He broke up a Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy, Miz, and Morrison match. Uh, Riddle does a white man's Air Jordan that ACH uh, did for a while. It looked kind of cool. But Lars Sullivan is back. I have a lot more on his return on FightfulSelect.com. But um, Zach Barber sends a super chat, and there's some things in there that I can't legally really refer to. But he says, (laughs) basically, they have a lot of problematic people on SmackDown right now and people who, and quite frankly, Lars Sullivan was fined significantly for, for racist comments that he made on a message board before he was in WWE. I've got more on that on FightfulSelect.com, but WWE, um, <laughs> what can you say? I mean, Seth Rollins was on the watch along and he was, he made no bones about it. He said, I've got no interest in ever facing Matt Riddle ever. Um, we can we can talk a little bit about that. Matt Riddle's accuser, Candy Cartwright, filed a lawsuit um, against Matt Riddle, WWE, Gabe Sapolsky, and Evolve. There are some issues there, like w, Evolve Inc. did not exist back then. Uh, there are some other issues there, but WWE said that they're going to go after her. That There's going to be a lot to this. There's going to be a lot to this. Uh, I think if we've learned one thing, by the way, Riddle and Hardy won this match, right? They, Did they? they I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They won, and okay, then they were cool. celebrating, and then Lars Sullivan came out. I believe. I I, I'm, I'm going to be quite frank with you. I was taking a shit <laughs> and didn't care <laughs> enough sharing. to follow up on it. You didn't pause it. You didn't rewind it or anything. Nah, You're just nah. like, I don't care about this match. I mean, I don't nope. blame you. Connected but... to the YouTube TV on my phone and said, ah, there they are. Maybe. <laughs> Good. Glad, glad they, Glad they won, I guess. Good for them. Um, If we've learned one thing about WWE, it's that they're not going to punish problematic people if they see any type of value in them. I mean, they've got people on NXT TV. They've got people on SmackDown. They see value in these people. I mean, Lars Lars did get suspended 100 grand. That was a pretty hefty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was significant. Right, that's a big fine, but yes. I mean he's back now yeah. and we'll we'll see what happens. Riddle, I feel like she's gonna continue to be on television and I don't know. It's the optics are not good and it's easily controllable because you can just take these guys off television until yeah. things are actually settled and You've got well, so many cogs that you can plug in there. You have so many cogs. Especially with the Riddle thing. And with Lars, that's pretty much what happened. And I think his last controversy may have actually prevented them from doing anything because of the optics of that. It's like, well, what would you yeah. have been firing him for? Because that's not the type of thing that you want to say, oh, we're firing this guy because he appeared in in that type of thing. However... Had they fired him after the, the racial comments emerged, reemerged, people would have been like, yeah, okay. Uh, he had had an incident where he had some mental health issues as well, so it's a little bit more difficult with Lars Sullivan. Um, Lars, yeah. I'm, Lars, I'm a little bit more okay with because they did find him, and like you said, the stuff, like mental health issues, <clears throat> uh, no joke at all. So, like, all right, I kind of get that, but... The, the riddle stuff, just, sure. just take them off television. Sure. Zach Barber says you can't find racism out of someone. 
No, you can't. I don't. I can't pretend to understand if Lars Sullivan has changed, though. I don't know if he has changed, and people can change. I am yes. fully of the belief that people can change, and insinuating otherwise is being obtuse, in my opinion. Titus O'Neil went to bat for him, or at least said that he talked to him and kind of just saw where he was coming from and tried to let him know, like, hey, that's not right. You need to change. And so, like, that that gives me, again, a little bit of hope for Lars. What he did years ago, I am not saying it's good, it's horrible. No, no, it's terrible. Yes. Uh, yeah. He got fined for it. Fine. Should he have been fired? That's not my call. Um, but, yeah, maybe he's changed. I hope he has for his sake. Hope so, too. The, the other stuff, like, it's an ongoing situation with yeah. Riddle. So yeah, the, that's the you thing. Can take it's like you take him off TV. Yeah. It, until it's settled or proven factual, not factual or whatever, you figure out what to do with him. It's it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh as far as the Lars thing, I do know that there were several members of the roster that did speak to me about that and said that he did make an effort to make amends and try to either explain himself or apologize. And that was well over a year ago because I mean, my God, the guy's been out since May, 2019, I think this was a guy who was once penciled in tentatively to face Brock Lesnar. Uh, and nowhere near that uh, anymore, but that's where we are. Uh, Jay Uso comes out. He wants to know what the stipulations for his match with Roman Reigns are. I think they're going to have a video package match, Jeremy, because they showed like <laughs> nine of them. Um, if they didn't have video packages for this, I would have said, man, this was an amazing segment. It was still good, though, I thought. But Roman Reigns shows up, and he's very calculated after Heyman introduced him. He says he wants an I Quit match. And I believe this is in the cell, which yeah. awesome. And Reigns says he wants to help Jay and loves him, but after he quits, there will be consequences. This rules. Uh, I was over the video package. Am I wrong in that? There's going to be more to this, like the stipulation stuff, because they made it seem like Jay's got to put something on the line as well here. Uh, the just the way they're talking, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Are I'm going to are they going to steal from Talking Choppa Mania and do ball for a ball match? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Sean. Those statues in the back of Roman Reigns, they had the daisies. Uh, where the naughty bits were supposed to be. And one of the statues was like nippling himself. Like he was just feeling himself. <laughs> right right across, right across the Ohio border. There used to be a car dealership and there was a giant horse statue on top of it. And it was anatomically correct. <laughs> the biggest <laughs> balls. <on it. laughs> and it's like, yep, this is Aberdeen, Ohio. And that's why property values were less over there. <laughs> Uh, it's, a, it's like Shit's Creek. You go into Shit's Creek and you see the billboard right out front there with the, the man bending over his sister. But you, if you don't know it's a sister, it's okay. Oh, Have man. you seen Shit's Creek? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Moira okay. Rose, the goat. Okay. <laughs> Evan Wright says a hype for the eventual Lars Sullivan and Jackson Riker tag team, the MAGA powers, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, based on what I hear, I don't think Lars would be a part of that team based on recent actions. Uh, I don't think I don't think that group would embrace Lars based on some historical things. <laughs> it's safe to say. Um so 
Also, Forgotten Sons not in the draft pools whatsoever. They're forgotten. Why would yeah, they yeah. be? Apparently. Uh, hopefully Jackson Riker can get drafted to NXT UK so Wesley Blake <laughs> and Steve Cutler can do their jobs. Oh, SmackDown Women's Championship. In my notes, I have, I appreciate WWE going to commercial break before this match. But this match is a couple of transitions, a bank statement, and Bailey getting herself DQ'd with the chair. The old bait and switch, Jeremy. This is exactly what I expected, so I can't act like I'm disappointed or upset at them. Like, when they announced this match last week, I cackled because it's just, why are you doing this match? You know this is not the finish to the whole feud or anything. You're going to keep doing it. You're not going to give away a finish. And then they kept, once they added the tag team title match, Uh, even before this, and this went on at 9 o'clock, it's like, all right, they're getting five minutes and they're going to do some screwy finish. And that's exactly what they did. So this is what I expected. It was fine for what it was. And now they're going to face in Hell in a Cell, I guess. Yes, they are. So Bailey hits the bricks. Officials break it up. Uh, Sasha took the chair from Bailey and started to wear her out. Uh, Bailey will now hit one year as SmackDown Women's Champion. Pretty awesome. Um, I like that. I'm all for that. But Sasha Banks challenges her to Hell in a Cell. Cool. It should main event Hell in a Cell. Mm, maybe. I think it should. It's it's tough to main event anything over Roman Reigns right now. But... I understand that, but the second version, the second match of this, I don't think they're going to be as story rich with Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. This yeah. is them I mean, it's an the I cow. quit match, though. What is it? It's an I quit match, That's though. True. That's true. Uh, uh, the, I, the... I think it should have main evented Hell in a Cell if you didn't do this little tease here. Like, this was so unnecessary. This, yeah. this five-minute match to do a DQ. Just so unnecessary. It is. The Nerd Guru says, three cell matches is too much, but they should be all be good, and it kind of destroys the significance uh yeah i i think that less is more in that situation i do think it should be one or two at most and that's about it they they at least make sense like some years they just like oh it's it's october we got to do cell matches like at least these matches make sense you can see why they would be in hell in a cell even if like orton mcintyre doesn't make sense at all for why they're even having it um so I'll, i'll give them that but yeah three uh, just make the whole pay-per-view inside Hell in a Cell. That's no, been I don't want it to be TNA Lockdown at all. <laughs> Come on. That was so Come bad. Come on. That was such a bad idea. Uh, Hannah, queen Hannah says, Shit's Creek is my favorite show of all time. Moira Rose is the queen of queens. And she says, Big E deserves every championship in WWE. Well, if he gets one, it is not going to be on the same brand as New Day. Uh, we'll We'll talk about that at length in a bit. But New Day did win the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Normally, I'd have a problem with a team that that hasn't been around in a while getting like that, but they're within the context of WWE on screen, perhaps the greatest tag team of all time. And they haven't missed a beat. They were amazing. Kofi tossing out trouble in paradises everywhere, like it's 2019. And Xavier wins with a rope walk elbow drop. It made me so happy to see them back. God, Xavier is so good. Kofi is so good. And they, they've won the, the tag titles. I hit this uh, on, on my uh, match ratings at uh, a recommended viewing just based on historical value. 
just them winning again and Xavier Woods being back. How'd you feel about this match? It's been a good week for people who've had Achilles injuries. And it's been a long road to get there. But Ember came back on Wednesday, Xavier coming back tonight, and both of them looked really good. Like, it doesn't look like they've missed a beat at all. And Achilles injury is, is very tough to come back from. So I was happy to see Xavier back. Um, big fan of just all of the New Day, especially Xavier with his, his video game stuff. He was laying in into Cesaro. All those plus twos oh, yeah. and stuff, Cesaro's been dropping uh, <laughs> on him on Uno. Xavier was coming back after him for that stuff. Uh, the the Rays beat the Yankees. There's a That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good. Breaking news for it. I was glad that, that New Day won this match, though. Happy to see them back. Happy to see them doing well. And, like, I'm fine with putting all titles on New Day. Um, I just want to say Triple H's likes on Twitter right now. It's uh, all right. Let's see what we got. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll just wait for your reaction in silence and kill a little bit of time. All right. Give me a second. Give yeah, second. I'm going to give you a second. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. One of the, the most recent Triple H like on Twitter is a tweet. Think... <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Is a tweet that says my favorite Lars Sullivan match, and it is a picture from that clip. Yeah. Also, Queen Hannah. I cannot check my messages. I do not have my phone with me right now. So just I have my phone. Twitter. I think you have my number. You can text me. Jerk. Yeah. I'm gonna get suspended um, for calling someone a jerk again. Yikes. <laughs> anyway, so um if you want to get your <laughs> penis extremely hard, go to bluechew.com, code fightful. <laughs> Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they're chewable, so it gets right into your system. Ah, man. It's right in your system. <laughs> do you system. think his finger? Do you think his finger slipped? That's been that's been said before. Like you're scrolling through, and he just hit the like button by accident. Maybe. I mean, good God. Anyway, uh, it gets right in your system. It's ready whenever you are. And if you're not ready, it gets you ready. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door discreetly. Discretion is very important. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. And you, you, you want to be avoiding that right now anyway. Um, become a first-round draft pick in the bedroom, my friends. <laughs> Oh, boy. You know, just use that code FIGHTFUL. You get your first shipment free. This is an awkward one, but I had to get this one in before the 30-minute mark. And if you're looking to get it in for much longer than the 30-minute mark, Blue Chew will get you there. It's not about a performance all the time, but, you know, it should be. You want to you give your partner that, that special performance. You want to have that confidence. And BlueChew.com gets it done for you, my friends. Use that code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Hit them up at BlueChew. Let them know you heard about them from us. Uh, please send us Super Chats, guys, because who knows? We'll probably get kicked off the air pretty soon. 
Okay, so um, The Fiend defeated Kevin Owens. This was a fun match, too. I thought this was yes, one Ke- of The Fiend's best TV matches. I mean, it was his only TV match, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. One of his best matches, <laughs> period. I mean, the competition is matches against Goldberg and Braun Strowman. I mean, aside from the Daniel Bryan match, there ain't been many good Fiend matches, so I didn't have a high bar to to jump over here. Uh, it was good. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is very good. And yeah. <laughs> My Have God. we lost you? Have no, we lost no. You, I'm just, I'm still shocked. <laughs> I'm still shocked, honestly. Uh, there, there was some really good offense here. I loved Owens doing the stunner. And uh, it, the Fiend still had the mandible claw on. I thought that was really great. The spot through the table, the Uranagis, really good. That Fiend body press just, ah. Oh. It's awesome, man. It is really, really great. Uh, we had um, we had Alexa Bliss popping up on the stage, and what did you? I mean, you obviously thought there was going to be some kind of kiss there, right? I mean, I saw what no, you posted. I was, I was watching season one of The Office. I have no idea this Alexa Bliss fiend stuff. I'm watching Jim and Pam waiting for them to kiss. What happened with uh, Alexa Bliss and the fiend? Were they about to kiss as well? And they didn't? Yes, it did. Uh, I, Hannah, I did just get my phone, so I see the fifth round of the draft. You're going you're gonna to love it, Jeremy. Don't, don't look. I want to reveal the picks to you. All right. Tim Travers says, listening to the stream, good night, everybody. Joseph Farley says, were there moments where commentary was peaking, the audio was fuzzy, or is my TV awful? Uh, that's probably just the sound going in and out as they shake the cameras, but I did not notice anything. August 3 says, this is a heartbreaking episode. How could WWE do that? They just ruined Alexa and the Fiend makeout session. Romance (laughs) is dead. Thanks, WWE. And then he says, I officially declare that with the current tragedy, other than the missed opportunity of Alexa and Fiend kissing, Kofi and Xavier are known as two-day. So I thought thought the in-ring work tonight was really, really good. I thought it was really above par for for what WWE has been doing of late. Yeah, all the matches were good. I'm trying to think. Yeah, all the matches were good. The the street fight really, or Falls Count Anywhere, really stood out because it felt different than anything they've done. But even like Sasha and Bailey, it wasn't long. It was still good. So the in-ring work is typically good with WWE when they wanted to be, it's everything else that's really bad. And yeah. an example of that was once again tonight. And here we are talking about the action of SmackDown and we're done, but we've got the draft. Wait, wait, we got delayed court to talk about. We're supposed to have a oh. big court segment with Otis. Yeah. Big court segment. This is going to be the new Jarrett against uh, Anthem. Yeah, it is. And they just pushed this back for two years. They did. They pushed it back. <laughs> thankfully. Joel Pearl sends a super chat and says, RJ City strikes again and broke up New Day on the bump. Boy, do I have some things to say about this. And if I catch one of you turds giving me a, yeah, but, over this. So, right out of the gate, I thought they did a... Say goodbye. 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good job. They said they've worked with wrestlers about getting their preferences down. But then we get the first round. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins over to SmackDown. I like this. I like them being on the same brand. You can work off of history here. Well, you would think, because I think the history they're going to work off of is something that we've seen over and over again. We'll get to that, but we're going to cover this basically as our feelings Unraveled. I thought that Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins were a couple of good picks. My turn? Need, need picks? Okay. Draft analyst. Here we go. Can't see my notes at all. What's not way. to love? <laughs> Can't see my notes at all. These glasses suck. They're gag glasses for, our, for my mom's birthday party. Fantastic. Roman Reigns getting picked second overall. Complete steal. For SmackDown. All right. He should have been number one. He's a franchise player. He's the guy you build around. Fox got a steal with this pick. Seth Rollins, though, I have a little bit more of an issue with Sean because Asuka went number three. So I do give I do give SmackDown and Fox credit that they did not overreact to the Asuka pick. They could have just gone immediately with Sasha Banks or another female to make sure they had that covered. They went with Seth Rollins, though. Here's my issue with Seth Rollins. Attitude issues. All right, Sean, big locker room problem. He's trying to take people's eyes out over here. He's trying to break up families. You know, you can't have that kind of issues in your locker room, Sean Ross Sapp. And the history with Roman, are they friends? Are they enemies? Who knows? I don't like that pick, Sean. I don't like that pick. The Nerd Guru says, I love Seth on SmackDown, but he's going to be gone in a month or so, right? Yeah, probably. But still, you're, you're getting him over there. He's going to be a, a very integral figure uh, we also have Drew McIntyre, again, on Raw, as you mentioned. He's been pinned once all year. Makes a lot of sense to me. Asuka, she's the Raw Women's Champion. That makes sense. But um, the Hurt Business to Raw. We got Cedric Alexander, first-round pick in the draft. But really, I think it's pretty good. They pushed Hurt Business heavily. You got four guys in one pick. Uh, Raw retained... Six people in the first round. That's all they did. Raw had a net loss of one superstar in the first round, and they had three picks, and one of those picks was a team that they are was a team of four people. So they ended up with a net loss of one here. What do you think? Drew McIntyre, he went one spot too high. I'm fine with Drew was okay. Roman should have been the top pick. Raw botched. They had, they had Roman delivered to them, and they didn't take that pick. Just a bad job by USA Network. Asuka, fine. Best female talent on the board. Proven winner. 
can play multiple positions. I like the Oscar pick. Hurt Business, you get four for one. I understand that, Sean. I do understand that. New Day is on the board, though, right? New Day exactly. was on the board. You could have gotten three, and those are three proven winners. No offense to the Hurt Business. All right, you got Bobby Lashley, United States champion. Fine. New Day, you have a former WWE champion, former Intercontinental champions, former tag team champion, the most decorated tag team in WWE history, Sean, and they just let New Day go by the board in the first round. What are they thinking? Yeah. A, a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense for WWE, and boy, am I going to rip it apart, but... Seth Rollins says, I'll never have to look at the Mysterios again. And I'm like, well, how would he know? Well, we'll talk about... <laughs> Seth, 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 <laughs> Seth, Seth, Seth. Seth, what are we doing here, Seth? They're, they're on the draft pool. You don't know, Seth. You did not know. He's over here just making assumptions. This is my problem with Seth Rollins getting picked this high. He's not very smart. Some, the attitude issues, he's not very smart sometimes, Sean. He's already rejecting he's matches. About he's already rejecting matches with wrestlers. Yes. But the next round, we get AJ Styles, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax to Raw. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair to SmackDown. Now, a lot of people saw Naomi and one of the Usos sent to different brands. They saw, which Jimmy is not in the pool. He's hurt. They see Bianca going to SmackDown, and they've got... The Street Profits is Raw Tag Team Champions, and all these people are like, well, they're splitting up couples. Everything's in Orlando right now. I know they might travel soon. Everything is in Orlando right now. They're all in the same place. They're going to be okay. Uh, but AJ moves back to Raw. You kind of figured this was coming. He only asked off of Raw to get away from Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman got fired two weeks later. Then when AJ gets to SmackDown, Paul Heyman shows up. And then AJ is like, you know what? I kind of like Fridays off so I can watch my kid play football. Well, now he can. Naomi over to Raw, she just needed something different. They weren't doing anything with her on SmackDown. Whatever. Shayna and Nia are okay. But I, I would have actually let them go a little bit later. Because they can appear on both brands right now. So the, the, it's not that important. But also, if you're trying to sure up your women's division, that's a couple of pretty solid picks. World-level title. Sasha and Bianca. That's where the money is right there, Jeremy. What do you think? AJ Styles. I know a lot of people love him. His in-ring work. They think he's great. AJ Styles is Carmelo Anthony to me right now, Sean. All right, he's slowing down. He's a little bit older. He's just bouncing around from team to team. He's on SmackDown and Raw, and then SmackDown and Raw. Now he's back on Raw. What's what's going on with AJ Styles here, Sean? You know what what's happening in the locker room to where he can't stay on one brand? One brand. It's got to be something. He's just bouncing around. Carmelo Anthony. All right, Carmelo Anthony. Remember that comparison. Naomi taking a little bit too high. Got no issues with Naomi. I like her. Bianca Belair was on the board, though. USA Network, you've been invested all this time into Bianca Belair. And then you're going to take Naomi? Naomi hasn't been on television. She's hurt right now. We don't know when she's coming. Have they checked her medicals? In I don't know. I don't like that pick with Bianca on the board. Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler, I understand they can appear on both brands. If they lose the titles, though, Sean, if they lose the titles, they stay on Raw. Yeah. So you get Shayna Baszler there. Nia Jackson, nice little sweetener. I get it. You got you to gotta take something to give something there. So you get Shayna Baszler. I get that. The SmackDown side. Love what SmackDown did. Love it. Love it. Love it, Sean. Round two. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. 
Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks? Oh my God, Sean Rostaff. Oh my God. Love this. Love what SmackDown did in round two. Maybe a little concern with Sasha. She might be heading off to Hollywood. Little bit of injury concern. I get that. I understand. You got to take that risk, though, Sean. You got to take that risk. Bianca Belair, full star potential. Full star. Let her run the offense, Sean. She got to run the offense. You can't be putting her behind the scenes. You can't be bringing her off the bench. She got to run the offense on the SmackDown brand. I love what SmackDown did. Love what SmackDown did in round two. I do too. I thought it was probably one of their, one of the strongest rounds of any draft I've, I've ever seen. Evan Wright says, if you want to take something to get something, no, it's if you want to get something so someone else can take something, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, leave a thumbs up, by the way, guys. That stuff really helps. Uh, we got lots of gameplay videos this week. Dante V says, was that Jeremy Walken for a second? It seems more like Jeremy Kellerman. Uh, whoever decided to split these draft pools, I got to say, did a good idea. Because after the first night in 2016, it's like, oh, okay, we can move on. On Monday, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, Don, or actually, it's uh, the jam on Ryan B. Jam says, when Dabakato gets drafted to Raw... Will Shane follow him as a manager? I, they're not listed together in the draft pool. Not like that means anything. The Nerd Guru says the idiocy of not including NXT, especially with them catching a bad injury bug, they could use some help in the form of Styles, but nope. Well, they might get some people in the form of, uh, in the form of free agents, quite frankly. And I would be completely fine with that. Uh, there's, I'll say this. Chad Gable is not, he has not been drafted thus far. Even in the, the fifth round that has emerged. If he goes to NXT, that'd be fine. But if you're including NXT, they're also going to lose people. And I don't want them to lose people. They just added Ember Moon. They just added Tony Storm. That's good. Let them pick from the free agents that they can do something else with. Uh, Keith Palmer says, it should have been a good episode for me, but it was ruined by tons of small mistakes. Maybe I'm just a picky AEW shill. No, I, I agree. There were some issues, and um, yeah. Uh, Drew Nicholas says, Any news on men's tag team title unifications? If that's the case, I could see them drafting Street Profits to, doing, uh, to Raw and doing a unification at Hell in a Cell. I'm against unification. If you care about your tag team division, you can build good tag team divisions, but no news on that yet. The Jam on Ryan B. Jam says, This title win breaks the record they shared with the Dudley Boys for most WWE title reigns. Seven SmackDown, two Raw tag title reigns. Where do you rank New Day all-time uh, on your greatest tag teams and WWE list? Um, I'm terrible at these lists. First. That'd be a safe assumption, <laughs> I think. I mean, they've been around, like, what, six-plus years? That's That's a run. That's a crazy run. The next round... Ricochet, Mandy Rose, Miz, and Morrison to Raw. I want that Marjo, Mandy Rose feud. But this also means Ricochet gets to continue his business with the Hurt Business. And Dominic, Rey Mysterio, and Jey Uso to SmackDown. And the Super Chats rolled in. Evan Wright says the Rollins and Mysterio feud continues. Yay! Yay! Caleb says, Mysterio family to SmackDown. 
Why must that feud continue? Andrew Lolivar, why is WWE continuing continuing bleh, the Rollins Mysterio family feud? Well, let me tell you, it gets even better because in round five, Buddy Murphy was drafted to SmackDown, Jeremy. Good. Good. This is what should happen. This is what should happen, Sean Rossap. Why wouldn't it? SmackDown sees what's going on over on Raw, and they love it. I don't know why they love it, but they do love it. And so they're going to bring them all over to SmackDown now. I have no issue with this. This is perfect for SmackDown. Absolutely perfect. This is a dog shit idea. It is a bad idea. It is a dumb idea. Jey Uso going to SmackDown. Okay, sure, that makes sense. Uh, Miz and Morrison were in Monday's draft pool. They're just breaking the rules out here, Sean. They're just breaking rules. They're just drafting whoever they want. Seems like it. Look, I admire cheaters. I admire them. I think what they're trying to do, great. Try to put one put one over on people. I like that. I respect that. Well, Lars Sullivan was thrown into Monday's pool. Elias was thrown into uh, Monday's pool after being announced as as this. I got all these people saying in the chat, did Murphy get drafted? Did Murphy get drafted? Kyler, yes, he did. I'll get to it. Be patient. Evan Wright says, Sean A. Smith and Jeremy Kellerman rule. You love to see it. You love to see it. Alexander Jose Ovi Casales says, OMG, it's Sean Ross Sapp. Quick, hide your mothers, everyone. Stop looking at me, Sean. Man, never heard any of those before. Thank you for your super chat, my friend. So then I... I got really frustrated after the new day match they announced straight up and i am going to ask you to be serious for this segment because it is a popular talking point they immediately draft kofi kingston and xavier woods first to raw and they're like say biggie's name say biggie and then biggie goes to smackdown now i had absolute doofuses in my quote tweet, saying, well, some people are complaining about Lumberland. Read a book. Turn on ESPN sometime. There is literally no reason within any sense that Big E should not have been drafted with New Day. He came with them. It would have been real fucking easy. So easy for them to say, oh, but we're trading Big E to SmackDown for, like, a couple of picks on Monday. Or the rights to draft first in round five or something like that. There was no benefit for them to just split them up to do it. It's stupid. It makes the brand look dumb. What did you think when you saw this? Since you're asking me to be serious... Uh, this sucked. This was so, so stupid. Why would you willingly split them if you're, if you're raw? Like, why would you just say, I just want Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. I don't want Big E. The man just won a match on, on this show as well. It's not like he's some loser or anything. 
So I, I have no idea. Why would they why be in they round just... three? Yeah, that's the other thing. I, I did have that noted. No, is no the... disrespect to Ricochet. He's amazing. <laughs> Naomi, amazing. This is, within the context of their show, the greatest tag team of all time, of which one of whom, last year, was WWE Champion. And they're (laughs) round three, and they're split up. I don't care that they're split up. That's interesting. Sure. Make it make sense. And for anybody... Anybody that messaged me said, well, what about this that didn't make sense? All right? I, don't, I don't care. I don't give a shit. If something doesn't make sense, I'm probably not going to be that fond of it. It is very easy to make sense of this. I joked that a lot of people haven't watched Draft Day. Realistically, did Draft Day make sense? No, that ain't ever happening. But they tied together this absolutely guano crazy scenario as to how could it happen. Well, that that's how it could happen. Oh. Do you do you want me to make it make sense? Yes, Jeremy, make it make sense. It already doesn't make sense. <laughs> Let me tell you how this works, Sean Rossup. Raw, they saw the titles around Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. They want the gold. That's why they draft Big E. Big E don't got no gold. What do they need him for? Yes, they does. gave Big E six weeks. Kofi was supposed to be out six weeks. How long was Kofi out for? Like two months, three months, four months. He's been out for a while now. What did Big E do during that time? What did he do, Sean? He beat Sheamus. He beat Sheamus. And that's about all he beat. He didn't do nothing with this run. We've seen Kofi on his own world title. He had three months on his own world title. What did Big E do with his run in three months? Beat Sheamus. And then he beat Sheamus again and maybe beat him one more time. Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods got the gold. Raw didn't want big. They saw him on his own. They gave him his three-month trial. They said, ah, you know what? Combine, you didn't test very well. George Hammond sends a super chat and says, do you think they're going to set up Big E and Roman? Yes, I do think they will eventually. And he also says, I'm pro WWE, but this was stupid. Here's the thing. I don't care what show you like, you dislike. You should be able to to point out that something is stupid and doesn't make sense, and there's more of it. But the the reality of the the situation is, okay, me and Jeremy play 2K. If you play franchise mode, how important are trade assets? I get them all the time. Exactly. I love getting first-round picks or bad contracts, so I know I can Out of, like, Jason Thornton. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. Uh, the Nerd Guru says, Ali's tweet is in- interesting. Uh, some uh, context would be interesting as well. It would be uh, very... He just, played, he just said, like, hello, Kofi, uh, when Kofi got drafted to Raw. No, Ali's not... not even drafted to Raw. We don't know where yeah. Ali is right now. Yeah, so what What the hell? The Jam One Ryan B. Jam says, as far as not taking Big E, they could kayfabe ask Raw to not draft him so they don't pick someone that Raw wanted. Tell me that then. Tell me that tomorrow on Talking Smack. Tell me. Have Caleb Braxton say there was a wink-wink, nudge-nudge. Make it make sense by Monday or at some point, and I will be fine with it. Just make it make sense. Kayla, if you're watching, I'm sure you do all the time. Do it for WWE. Do it for WWE. 
Brother Hero says, I'm pro wrestling. Stupid, it's stupid. Yeah, there you go. Donnie K says, I think a great overall episode of WWE, uh, and all I can think about is how much I hate what they did to New Day. I don't hate them splitting up New Day. I hate how they explained splitting up New Day. And Rob, Wilkins, I hate that they split up New Day. Honestly, I like, mean, I'm not fond of it. Why? Why do you need to split them up? Why? I, can, I agree. You don't have to be do to, it. Yeah, just. And yes, the way they did it was the cherry on top of stupidity. I think if they just split them up and made it made sense, I'd be like, oh, that's a bummer. They split them up. I'm sure they'll be fine. They can go back. I mean, that's the benefit of trades that they won't make sense of. They'll just appear on the the brand to brand invitation. Yeah. They're together next week. They're gonna have a match together next week. Even though I guess the the kick in doesn't start until the following Monday. That's when the full brand split happens. Braun's getting a title shot next week. I don't even know what brand he's on. Alexander Jose Ovi Casella says, "But if you want to split your partner up," <laughs> and Rob Wilkins. Uh, says, Michael Cole had a very rare off night. New Day being separated remind me of years ago when Cena got picked up by SmackDown. They'll be reunited soon. I don't know what you mean by that. Um, not sure what you mean. Um, I, I mean, they have done things. Last year's Superstar Shakeup was the biggest abomination and lack of foresight ever. I sat there watching some of those picks, knowing that I had conversations with some of these people where they're like, oh, I can't go to this brand because of this reason. And they got picked, and they <laughs> WWE didn't talk about it at all. Oh, man. Frustrating. Why they split up like Charlotte and Andrade? And then, like a week later, they were like, oh, that was a mistake. Maybe she would put them on the same brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trevor L. says, good show tonight, minus the way they split up New Day. Jeremy, what was your favorite free agent signing today? Hashtag FTF. Uh, in the NHL, I don't. There weren't that many good like Chad big free agent signings. Did Chad Gable sign? Yeah, was I think Chad Gable. He's still a free agent, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, I don't think there were like great. Somebody gave a goalie like Markstrom six years. That was a dumb free agent signing. My team didn't do anything, so I don't really care. Reminder, guys, donate to Super Chat. It'll get your question or statement read on the air. We are getting to the last couple of rounds. Uh, that Big E thing was that was just asinine. So, Otis and Dana Brooke get drafted to Raw. Dana Brooke, good. She gets to continue the Mandy thing. No, Otis is on SmackDown. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Dana Brooke to Raw. Otis is on SmackDown. Again, another situation that is stupid. He is eligible to be drafted with Tucker. If you don't want Tucker, just like... Well, they don't, so they didn't take him. And you know what? If Here's the thing. Tell me that salaries play a role in this or something. Just yeah. make it make it make sense. Oh, I like you know I love this stuff. Like this is what we do on the distraction mm-hmm. is we would 100% just do like real sports on contracts, salaries, draft picks, all this stuff. This is what we we love to do. So yeah, you should just draft Tucker and if you don't want him, try to <laughs> trade him for a, a future a future pick, a future seventh round pick, whatever. Have, or or have the Miz go on Talking Smack tomorrow and embarrass Tucker and say, SmackDown didn't want your salary. They saw yeah. more in Otis than they saw in you. They didn't want to pick up your contract. They had to balance their books, yada, yada. 
then you then you got a random one-off match. But uh, Tucker is now going to Raw. This happened because they had a fifth round. Humberto Carrillo on Raw. Of course, they did Congrats. one good thing with Humberto, and that's have him team with Dominic. And now he's on Raw. Drew Gulak, who has been on Raw the last three weeks, is now on Raw. Tucker is on Raw. So they Raw picked up the scraps. And on SmackDown, Murphy and Kalisto. So they intentionally didn't take Grand Metal Leak and Lince Dorado. Here, here is one thing, Sean. I will try to give WWE an out, like a, a legitimate out here. Okay, you mentioned it at the top of the the draft recap. They said that they talked to superstars to get their preferences on brands, right? <laughs> so what if Kalisto yeah. is just like, I don't want to team with these dudes. Like, look, I'm jacked now. Like, I don't need these dudes holding me back. And, and he didn't want to be drafted with them. And that is that what you just said is the best possible explanation for a lot of that stuff. Thank you. And I'm dead serious that if they say at some point, oh, you didn't hear? Big E put in a request to be drafted by himself. Ooh, yeah. that looks a lot different now. Or you hear, or maybe Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Oh, well, Kofi said that he wanted Big E to be drafted by himself because he saw how well he was doing. Tell me that. Tell me that. Because Xavier Woods come, came back. It looked like he was blindsided. Like he Probably was. He wasn't the one that said, hey, man, here's my blessing. Here's my blessing. Kofi said that. Now, I can't remember how Kofi reacted because... I was more fixated on what Xavier was doing. That would make it make sense. That would make it make sense. And See, now- I'm not just a pretty face on this show, Sean. Uh, legitimately, I'm not a pretty face on this show. But I got a brain. Why, why a brain. are people in the chat saying, where's SRS getting this fifth round from? Or is he making it up? Why would I make it up on a goddamn news show? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sit here and make believe. A freaking round five. It was on Talking Smack. It was list. It was the images all around there. My God. Yeah, fake scoops, Sean. You, I mean, you've been stealing everything else from me. You steal that yeah. bit from me too. Doing fake scoops here on this podcast. So the remaining free agents after that uh, round five are Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, Chad Gable, and Mickey James. I here's the thing. No matter where they go. If they sent those four to NXT, that's a they good should. time. That's a good they, time. They 100% should. I mean, that, that women's division is, they have enough talent as it is. Like Mickey James, yes. but she can help a lot of people, even if she's not wrestling. That's the thing. Uh, you look at Mickey James and you're like, oh, that's depth for any division. But what we've learned on the main roster is they're not going to use her for that. Her yeah. being the elder statesman in NXT works a lot better, I think. Gable Gable would be great in NXT. Drop that Shorty G nonsense and just let him be Chad Gable again. I think they could do a lot with him if they wanted to. And then uh, Dorado and Metalik, like that tag division needs some work in NXT, and they would at least help that out. So they should go to NXT. They're free agents. They can sign anywhere, right? They should sign with NXT. The Jam One Ryan B. Jam says, wait, so Murphy is also on SmackDown with Seth and the Mysterio family? Great. This feud is never ending now. 
Yes. They, uh, this was their out to get out of this feud is just put them on separate brands. And they were like, nah, we'll just move them over to Fridays and do this same shit. And the person says, I wasn't trying to be a dick. It was a question. I just don't know why you think I would make up a draft round on this show. I just wouldn't make it up or anything. That's not, I don't do that. That's not my thing. Evan Wright says, thank God Dana Brooke got drafted. <laughs> I was so worried SmackDown would scoop her up. I like it because they can continue the Mandy Rose thing. Raw had to draft both of them. They gave up nothing for them, and then they drafted them for yes. nothing. <laughs> yes. Uh, a reminder, guys, uh, if you go to Fightful.com or FightfulWrestling.com, we have a tab over there under Wrestling. Click Resources. We have a lot of things that are going to help you keep this stuff straight. We have full rosters for Raw, SmackDown, NXT. We've got names that were left out of the draft and uh, th- that are basically free agents that are unassigned, all that good stuff. We've got AEW rosters, injury reports, 24-7 title updates, uh, the updated roster for the Virtual Basement Wrestling Code game, and we keep a brand transaction tracker with trades, free agents, and the like. Oh, man. Anthony Down Under says, actually getting to watch the live show. Shame Archer didn't get the number one pick. Oh, man. Jeremy, tell the people what you're up to this week. Um, Nothing the rest of this week, hopefully. Uh, actually, I'm doing a gaming stream with uh, Joel Pearl tomorrow after the Janela show. So once that show ends, we're going to be playing probably SmackDown vs. Raw 09, continuing that, maybe some No Mercy. This past week, as Sean mentioned, I defeated him in a draft. Say it. Say I beat you in the draft. In an exhibition. No. No, the the draft, the actual draft, I defeated Sean. Uh, and then we did a big draft, live draft on the distraction. Myself, Joe Holbert, Jack Crosby from CBS Sports, and Robert O'Neill from Who? the Robert O'Neill section of Twitter. Who? <laughs> Who? We were we were trying to bump and feed for O'Neill, and he was he wasn't. I got him to admit that I was the <laughs> tribal chief of wrestling media a long time ago. A long time you... ago. You were so proud of your that Joseph called you a chief and not realizing. Maybe you did realize I it. I crushed all of Robert O'Neill's friends, and then he rushed to their aid with a towel, and he looked up at me, and Robert <laughs> O'Neill said, quote, King Senpai Dong Lord SRS, you are the tribal chief of wrestling media, comma, oos, end quote. That's what he said to me. Guys, Thank you all so much. Listen, your boy. Check it out from this week. It's a good time. Wednesday Night War. Check it out. FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I've got so much news up there. Every single day, I'm putting a new news story up there. And almost every day, we've got a new podcast up there. Up there. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.